Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi everyone. Seeing me in here, this video isn't brought to you by any donations because I didn't get any for today. The way things are going, if they don't pick up in the next few months or so, it looks like I'll probably be making videos three to four times a week instead of each day. I've already got some new content and development that has zero politics and is pure creativity and design for me. I recently took the black pill about the decline in Western civilization and accepted that at this point, the war for the West is almost done. Even those that are on the right side of the political spectrum are where the woke were 10 years ago. Remember that the Amish at one time were considered liberal radicals. They left Europe because they were too damn progressive hundreds of years ago. Anyhow, let me get to the topic at hand economics. Unless you're living under a rock, you see the inflation and the Federal Reserve raising the interest rates at the quickest pace possible. The US dollar is rising, which means a drop in stock prices due to earnings from overseas for American corporations, which will probably drop 20 to 30 percent. The majority of their earnings are from abroad. So that means if the US dollar stays strong, stock valuations are too high and price to earnings ratios therefore must go up. So that means a recession, but also cheaper goods from overseas. So if you go to Walmart or Dollar Tree, you'll probably pay the same or less for products found on the shelves, or the prices won't be going up very much. That will also slow down rising inflation, and we'll probably see a stock market crash any day now if we haven't already. So why will this hurt the women's more? Well, women make up the majority of financial asset holders. Their husband was nagged to death, and then they came into some of his real estate and property, of course. Financial assets like stocks, bonds, and real estate are cratering. And Brandon and the boys are throwing middle and upper class women under the bus so that the poor women can afford cat food and Twinkies this month instead of letting the rich get richer through asset price inflation by letting inflation run at 8 plus percent, they instead have decided that preventing a class war is more important. We're in the middle of a recession, yet the powers that don't want you to be are saying that the recession is coming next year even though we've already had two consecutive quarters of negative growth. The financial carnage is everywhere if you own stuff, but the financial situation if you own nothing is about to improve as inflation is about to fall, so long as you can hold on to your job, that is. I'll share more of my thoughts about the economy in just a moment, but let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Profit Specialist Group. Why let some woman use her points to fly her dog to Fiji first class? If you're a business owner, stop paying for your customers' reward points, bonus air miles, and cash back. Robert Rivera is a fellow MGTOW that helps businesses that take credit card payments get rid of those fees you pay to the bank. If you're accepting credit cards, he can save your company $6,000 or more annually on the fees. Watch the tutorial video or visit the Cash is King CC website. The sponsor links are in the description. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Anyways, now back to when women pay more for food, they suffer more than men because they tend to eat more Clown World Show. If it were up to me, I would have let inflation run hot for a few years and force people to learn how to live with less, to use some of their rusty creative problem-solving skills to boot. Everyone has become a big baby crying about the rising cost of food when they fill their fridge with food and half gets thrown away. And women are still double the size they were 50 years ago. We could, in theory, reduce food consumption by 50 to 70%, and that would mean that most people would then be normal weight and not waste food. This would then save the healthcare system more money and would mean that people could actually be healthier on a whole. But we haven't had a proper recession in over 25 or 30 years. 2008 sure counts, but it was relatively short-lived and was papered over with money printing. The deflation was stopped. But the financial system can't handle a proper recession because the debt-to-GDP levels in most countries are off the charts. So the current debt-carrying costs are not going to be handled well by people for very long. It's like the spaceship battle for Return of the Jedi. When Admiral Akbar says he won't last long against those Star Destroyers. People just can't handle those rates for very long. Mortgage rates are already going up to 6 or 7% for new home buyers. Many banks here in Canada are adapting by switching existing mortgages to interest only, or mostly interest by extending amortizations. If rates go up another 2 or 3%, it's going to break a lot of people. I've said recently that it's as though the financial elites are shaking the money tree by one year making the market crash and the next year making it soar. 2019 was up. 2020 for the first half, we saw the COVID crash. Then the market spiked up for stocks and real estate with stimmy checks and ultra-low interest rates. Now in 2022, it's heading down again. There's way too much financial instability for people to plan their lives around. This constant shifting from hot to cold is just going to mean a lot of people will stop playing the markets. I suspect what's going to happen is they will eventually get hyperinflation. Once they eventually cut interest rates into rising inflation and put their hands up in the air and give up. I think the whole stance from the Federal Reserve that they're willing to raise the interest rates and get them over the rate of inflation is a bluff. Once rates get over 4 or 5%, the country's going to have a hard time paying their debts due to there being too much leverage in the system and things will break like the UK pension scheme that actually bought government bonds with leverage. Because for 40 to 50 years, bonds have been the safest bet possible. So the government had to organize to become the buyer of last resort. Otherwise, that pension scheme would have gone bust. So what comes next? Which country or financial institution breaks and needs to be bailed out? First, they overstimulate with the rise of COVID. And now they're tightening interest rates too much too fast and are going to choke the economy. Back while COVID is raging, if someone told you that the economy would be worse after COVID was over, they would have thought you were crazy. Everyone thought that it would be a boom like the 1920s after the Spanish flu, but it's been the complete opposite. Also, don't forget that as stocks and real estate fall, this affects government tax revenue and the ability to service their debts and pay for things like forgiving women's student loan debts. Maybe they'll have to cancel that. I also don't understand everyone freaking out about the US dollar supposedly rising. The US dollar is not necessarily going up. It's just that it's people selling their assets like stocks. They get dollars in return for them. And this increases demand for greenbacks. Dollars equal liquidity, and they always go up during bad times, because they become scarce as the economy has a seizure. And there aren't enough dollars to pay for those US-denominated debts out there too. So as people scramble for dollars that are in short supply, they rise in value. Remember that money is created through lending at the bank. Say you borrow money at a bank to buy a house. They don't just borrow it from somebody else's account and lend it to you. 
Instead, they punch up $200,000 or $300,000 on their screen out of thin air and then give you the money to buy that house. Your house is collateral for the money that they just created out of nothing. If the housing market seizes up like it's doing right now, then credit money isn't created. And you need more money or the whole Ponzi comes crashing down. The economy only has two switch modes, credit expansion or credit contraction. And women are the primary consumers responsible for that expansion. So when there's a recession and they can't spend as much, they get cranky and take it out on hubby. He's the one that has to go to psychotherapy because she can't go for shopping therapy. Right now, we're in a credit contraction. Once things fail, the system will actually have to go back into expansionary mode by printing money, aka lowering interest rates and letting banks lend up a storm. I've known about how central banks raise and lower interest rates and banks create money out of thin air since 2001 and the dot-com bubble when Alan Greenspan raised rates and popped that bubble. The same in 2006 and 2007 when Ben Bernanke raised rates with the housing bubble. It looked like it was basically starting to happen in 2008 as well, but at the last minute, the central bankers stopped in reverse course. I understood all that, but never really understood how important credit was for asset prices. That the reason most things go up in value is because of credit and debts, and not because of underlying fundamental value. I just don't understand why it didn't click in my mind until now. I won't make the same mistake again. The next time rates are lowered, I'm in on the riskiest assets imaginable. Then when talk of raising rates pops up, I'll be jumping out of those financial waters. This isn't financial advice, but once you see how easy the game is played, then you realize that the only power the central banks have is to force you to keep guessing as to their monetary policy. Why do you think that Bitcoin took off? People were tired of those shenanigans and Bitcoin offers a programmable monetary policy where the rate of inflation is fixed. People have had enough of the game central bankers have created and I'm one of them and half my net worth is now sitting in Bitcoin. And I don't care. If the US raising rates destroys other currencies, it'll be a good thing for Bitcoin. Not to mention that during the next Bitcoin halving will probably coincide with the credit expansion and lower rates. And that means we'll probably see a nice run up again. Another tip I have for you guys is to surround yourself with smart people if you want to be good in life. The five people you spend the most time with will influence you the most. That could also be the top five YouTubers that you spend time listening to. Those guys will influence the way you think and your confidence will go up as a result. As for YouTube, it's finally demoralizing me after all this time. I think what finally did it was people stealing my content. Someone contacted me recently saying that a video he listened to sounded very similar to mine. It was a ripoff of my 40-year-old thought is chasing me video. The guy copying my video got 50,000 monetized views on it. YouTube knows my work is being copied because I reached out to them. They won't do anything about it and wanted me to be specific about what was being copied. Maybe I missed something and plagiarism is now covered under fair use. Who knows? On top of that, other content creators are monetizing my words with a MGTOW label and that's that. How is that for a kick in the teeth? At least I know my words will live on as people just copy and paste them on their own way to their own financial freedom. How about that? This is what you get when the system is run by a bunch of communists. It's no longer about stopping or demonetizing MGTOW. It's about going after me personally. I guess maybe they're trying to get revenge. I also ran into this funny meme a while back that shows that the intended target audience of communism is the male worker. But in the end, it resonates better with the female cooch queen. Anyways, that's it for today. Don't forget to smash the like button because one of these days, there won't be a daily video to smash it on. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. 
Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for $45. US And I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the women that think communism is great because they see it as the state-sanctioned distribution of male resources and money to themselves away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.